Hi, welcome to Suplex of Sticks, a gaming podcast hosted by David and Seth. Hello. And Forrest. Howdy. Uh, I love that you leave me with like bated breath really? if you're going to say hello or not. Truly. I wonder if you're just going <laughs> to crawl away. And yeah, leave us hanging just for the rest of the show. <laughs> but no, you're up here. At some point. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, you know, you gotta you gotta keep the people wanting. Quite the episode. You just don't respond to anything until like it's your turn to talk about yeah. something. Yeah. Um. Yeah, <laughs> uh, you know, a lot to talk about today. Good vibes all around. Seth doesn't even like vibes. I'm sure that he would even agree. There are good vibes no. around. Get get your vibes I... away from me. <laughs> How do you feel about vibraphones, Seth? I love a vibraphone. Very so you like vibes play. then? Uh, I like vibrations. <laughs> <laughs> He's not a vibes fan. Uh, but uh, let's let's talk about before we get to the other great things. Let's talk about what we've played this week. Uh, I have been playing new things and old things. I know. I beat Kenna Bridge of Spirits. Um, man, did I have you some... the, did you build a bridge? No, of there's actually um, maybe that's one of my complaints about this game. Is that there's, there's no, no bridge, bridge of spirits. There's theoretically the game. You you are the bridge of spirits. You mm. are a spirit. Like walk, I don't know the technical term. I can't. You are a spirit guide. Um, you are helping spirits move on. It's almost like an avatar thing, uh, similar to Avatar. Mm. Um, so you are helping spirits move on. There is a B plot to the game about your father also being a spirit guide, and you are um, making Getting sure that to a B. <laughs> what? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, you said uh, Continue so, on. Ignore me. <laughs> uh, your father was a spirit guide, and you are trying your darndest to be better than him, mm. and you you have certain feelings toward your father. Those are not resolved by the end of the game. They never come back to that plot point, really. Much like in real life. Yeah. You know <laughs> yeah, what? Sure. You know what? <laughs> yeah. If we want to go down that road... <laughs> Sure. <laughs> I'm not against that dark revelation. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's a fun, you know, uh, people have been describing it as this, and I think it's pretty apt, uh, PS2 era sort of pla- action platformer. Um, I, That's mm, one of the your era favorite of, things. The era of Jack and Daxter. Mm, yeah. Yes. Sly. Mm. Sly. Devious Raccoonus. Yes. Ratchet and Clank. You know, all those games. It call, it beckons back to those. Um, now... Blinks the Time Sweeper. Ooh. Uh, I've not thought heart. about that. In a the one with that kangaroo while. who threw boomerangs. I mean, uh, was he a kangaroo? I think he was a... He was not a kangaroo. No. That game got remastered recently. For some reason, huh. I was going to say Tack and the Power of Juju. Oh, I didn't want to think about that. That's, that is a game. It is. 
It sure is. Yep. Um, so Klonoa. Yeah. Klonoa, yeah. Uh, that's the blue and white thing, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Also, yeah. maybe it has a new game coming out soon. Hmm. Potentially. Based uh, on the, tie the Tasmanian Tiger. That's what I was thinking. Of. That's, that not is what we were thinking of. Uh, so Kenner Bridge of Spirits, it's a, at the end of the day, I had to bump the difficulty down mm. uh, in the last couple of boss fights, uh, the last two to three to be specific, because um, the timing that that game starts to ask of you in the battles uh, is not res- respected by the controls that they give you and the ways that the game actually control like the there is not they want you to have this aggressively good timing but the controls and how hit detection works yeah it, it they are not working in sync uh and so if if the controls were like a little bit tighter i would have been like oh maybe i'm just bad at the game no no i was pretty good at the game the whole time and then once they started demanding a lot it's like oh this is something's incongruous here they're not something's off um, and you know what? I tried. I tried a lot to to make it work, and it just wasn't happening. Um, so yeah, uh, I enjoyed it. I I I I think it's suplex certified, but I do think you have to go into it knowing what you're getting, and what you're getting is mm. uh, an suplex action. reservations. It seems <laughs> I. I do think it's I think it's a great game. It's a beautiful game. Ember Labs came out swinging with their first game and it's it's good. It's just don't be afraid to bump that difficulty down because I don't think the you know, I think it, it might be worth especially at the end there. It's just not worth it. It's not worth it. Um especially with the checkpointing in that game and how it makes you sit through stuff. Uh it's just not fun. So, so what about the story? Uh, oh, it's yeah, it's there. That sound great. Yeah. It's there. Well, so the thing is, it it's like the PS2 games. Like the story is there. It's right. The whole the whole thing about the game is just the gameplay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's um, you are. It's a very n- Nintendo a, style design. Yeah, you're a spirit guide that shows up to a village. And this village was brought to its knees by this man in an owl mask. And who? Yeah, who exactly? Uh, and it, uh, the man in the owl mask disappears after the first act of the game. It doesn't show up until the third act. Um, you end up mm. Chekhov's uh, owl mask. Yes, man. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you end up revealing. You end up like. Lib, I guess liberating spirits uh, of the the townspeople that were prominent to the town. Um, uh, so you you actually repeat the exact same process three times, and then you get to the owl man again. Uh, so that's another thing that kind of wore thin by the end of the game was almost the exact same thing three times in a row. Mm. So the same three hour game loop repeated. Um. But like I said, I I think overall it's a good package. It's only $30 on the PS Store. Um, if you go to buy it physically in November, it's $50. And 
the better the bonus there is you can trade it in but you know i think it's worth what it's charged uh or worth what it costs on the playstation store uh <clears throat> but yeah the the one thing i did find disappointing about the story is uh there is a relationship between these two characters that i feel was a romantic one and they weren't brave enough to put that on the screen even though they did the weird uh fans of the legend of Korra uh will know about the infamous last scene between her and Asami and it like mm. kind of harkened to that where it's like we're just gonna let a shining light happen so you can imagine what happened here but but we don't have to we, commit we're and not, to lose. we don't have to commit uh so. also <laughs> Uh, something the Pokemon anime did at the end <laughs> yeah. of the Kalos region. Yeah. So yep. Um, that shining light Serena, really helps. Serena gave coming. Ash a big old smooch. That boy's not old enough to smooch. <laughs> well, and he never will he be. initiate it. He received um, it. No, that's that's consent issues. Who knows if he They're agreed? Like they were both children. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think you're making a good case. <laughs> um, uh, <laughs> I'm just stating so, what happened in the show. <laughs> so I also have been playing Castlevania Circle of the Moon because, as we mentioned on the last episode, uh, Castlevania Advanced Collection came out, and so that's been my life. Uh, I decided to start playing a Metroidvania uh, before a new Metroidvania <laughs> comes out. So that's... I believe you mean before a new Metroid. A new Metroid. Yes, a new yeah. Metroid comes out. Yes. Metroid Dread is not a Metroidvania. That's Let's correct. Let's just get that it clear. It is a Metroid. It is a Metroid. It's Metroid. Uh, so you've been playing Vania games lately, then? Yeah. And not yeah, Metroid. You, again, you haven't played a Metroidvania. You played Castlevania. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yes. You're correct. Uh <laughs> Oh, jeez. Listen, sometimes we record this at a time of night when my brain's not there. Oh, yeah. Uh, head empty. Uh, uh, or it is quickly I emptying. I think that is a thing that you would say in the daytime. <laughs> it's also possible. Um, Seth, uh, I'm going to take a stab in the dark here. Is one of the games you played Deathloop? It is, actually. Okay, I'm um, interested to hear what you think about this. So I started it yesterday. I played about three hours of it. Mm-hmm. Uh, How far sitting. did you get? I presume you got past the first loop. I got to... I got the LPP, and I started the the Menji's... Menzi? Matt, what's yeah. her name? Uh, Wenji. Wenji. When I started yeah. that. Um, yeah. Um, I have I, been playing Deathloop. Okay. Uh, it's, um, I'm having a lot of fun with it, of course, so I notoriously, well, first of all, you notoriously are not a fan of the Dishonored games. Um, yes. And this is a game developed by Arcane, Li- Arcane uh, Lion, who, I guess it's Leon since it's in France, um, who developed Dishonored, Dishonored 2, um, and it is, the premise is, it's the, the gameplay itself is sort of like, what if you took... The dishonored gameplay, but you gave the main character any kind, a bunch of guns, and there was no real consequence for killing anyone. Um, right, that is this game, and it 
has real it's it's really clicked for me um because because I can still I, I I still generally kind of default to playing the same kind of stealthy style that I played in uh Dishonored but like I don't have to um like when it comes down to it I don't have to worry about oh people are going to see me and I'm going to have to find a ways to evade them and and hide and wait until I'm back undercover to go back into stealth uh no kill mode um in this game when people see me it's just guns blazing um yeah. and a really fun part about this game is that so the premise of the game you are you are on this island um that is experiencing this time loop only you uh well you, you wake up with amnesia it turns out only you and one other person actually have any memory of what happens uh, each day the each time the day loops and you have only sort of a partial memory that you're trying to recover um to figure out what's going on um and you have kind of decided that okay i'm gonna figure out how to break this time loop so i can leave and so the other person juliana who's like taken over as head you were head of security for this island and juliana took over and she like every morning gets on this loudspeaker and tells all the people that uh colt is trying to break the loop so if you see him you got to kill him um but none of the people inhabiting the island are like trained soldiers outside of you yeah and so they're just like super easy to kill. It's real <laughs> fun. Um, what the the re- the only advantage they have over you is numbers, basically. But in every other sense, you are um, you completely overpower them, and it's it's super fun. Like I've the game is I don't know if I would say the game is easy um, because like they're. There are times where stuff you have to do stuff with precision, um, but I really enjoy the the game gives you a lot of leeway to do stuff by making you not really under threat from under people outside of very specific scenarios um, to just sort of figure out your own way that you want to do stuff. Um, and so it's been really fun um, that and it's really cool. I I've also found that. Even, like, dying, or rather the loop resetting, because you can die two times in a stage yeah. without without you going to back to zero. Um, not, so not even just the stage, just when you move locations, it resets every location. Sure, sure, sure. Oh. Um, well, that's what I mean. Um, okay. Ev- so even when the loop resets, I never find myself, like, getting really upset about it um because of the way you can you can pick cause the way everything is is works the same if you do the same things in a stage like it's not going to change the way it reacts to you um and so like knowing that they're like the stages the levels themselves are kind of um static in that way until you provide sort of outside um you're like affecting it from the outside like it it makes it so whenever my loop resets i'm not like stressed out because like oh okay i can just do this and this again um like there was the other day i was playing and i had gotten like i i the, the days are split up there are four different parts of this island that you can go to and you can also choose four different times of day um to go to them and each of they're all when you, if you're 
like in Freestad Rock in the morning, it'll be different than Freestad Rock in the afternoon. Mm-hmm. Um, there'll be different enemies. Um, different doors are open. Um, and like there was one where I was, I had gone through like four different stages, and um, I was, it was nighttime, and I was trying to finish up this. Uh, like, I don't even know. I I think I had just finished something, um, and unlocked this new gun. And then I ended up dying before I could, like, leave the stage and, and do the process to infuse the weapon so I can, can, I can bring them back the next loop. And that even that, I, all I could do was laugh because, um, one, I died because I was just acting like an idiot. So the big challenge in this game is your own, is your own hubris. Because when you know that you're way overpowered uh, versus everyone else around you, it makes you, you, you are a little, you can work a little too loosely in situations that yes. maybe require a bit more uh, precision. Um, yes. But, and, uh, but for, for me, that only, it turns it into a more fun atmosphere because I, when I get in those situations and I'm like, oh, and I find myself, oh, there's like 10 people around me, uh, and they just totally waste me. And then I run after I respawn and I run back into them. And it's like, you know what? This one's on me. I can just laugh about this. Yeah, I I haven't pushed up against um, anything like that and felt bad, which has been great. Um, I... the. <laughs> The only difficulty I'm having is my pushback against playing a shooter on this dang dual sense controller. Yeah. <laughs> I'm so bad at shooters on well, the, I the think, joysticks. I think the game is forgiving in that sense because or rather it's easier in that sense because the game is so forgiving. Um yeah. like the it saying the controls are loose, I think generally is is sort of in other things it's it would be taken as a negative but in this one i don't think there is a kind of looseness to the way that you move and the way you aim at stuff and shoot them um so i don't know like it i i i share your not really i don't share your dislike but i do prefer playing shooters on the Offset Xbox, uh, yeah. yeah, the the offset joystick format, but the superior format <laughs> um, uh, for shooters, anyway. Um, but in this case, I don't like. It hasn't been something that has really uh, registered for me as something that I think is hindering my experience. Um, I have to ask you: Have you jumped off of something high enough to do an action roll yet? For sure, because uh, um, that. That really threw me off when I first did it <laughs> because it really does it in first person. Like you see your feet and everything roll in front. Of, yeah. It's like, whoa. whoa. Yeah, it's, 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 it's sort it's of weird. disorienting um, when games do that. Yeah. And it's kind of weird because it's hard to judge like what heights you will do that from. Right. Because there's, like there's like a sweet spot where that happens. And if, you're, if, it's, if it's too short, you're just laying on your feet. And if it's a little bit higher, you will just straight up die, which 
Um, I've only done once. I I jumped off a thing and I was like, oh, for sure, I'll be able to survive this. And then I died. I was like, what the <laughs> heck? Um, That's kind of funny. Yeah. The There's also the... If you go in water, if you get like <laughs> further than waist deep in any water, you immediately die, which is a bit annoying. Um, of course, the reason is that the water is ice cold. Um, but you, you there's... No well, capability of swimming cool. at all, uh, ice cold, um, <laughs> and it is it it is a bit frustrating because there are some. Another thing when, like the time of day changes the, like the tide changes so the the height of the water is different on on different stages huh. and yeah. then later in the day parts of the water freeze and become solid and sometimes it's, it it can be like there are some paths that you can sneak through to get into like. Uh, different entrances into buildings um, that take you through water, and it's and it's hard to tell. Can I actually go in this? Can I walk through? Um, one time, I was crawling through like this um, this little tiny service shaft in this one room, and I just sort of I I I could see in front of me that it was going like it was ramping down into the water. And I was like, for sure, that won't kill me. And then I walked straight into it and died. And I was like, wait, yeah. that's, that doesn't seem nice. Um, yeah. <laughs> the flip side is that you can kick anyone to in, into the water and they will die. Um, the melee in this game is so satisfying to do because it's just this forward <laughs> kick. It's so uh, Axe cup style. Yeah. Um, and it really has a great... It's just a really, really fast animation and... It really just sends people flying. It's it's, it's this game feels really good to play. Um, one of the first things I did when I when I got to the point where I could, so w- when you first start, you have no way. Like when you die, everything resets. You don't bring anything with you, um, and then once the game opens up, um, there are different. So you have it it's sort of a it's sort of outer wildish um in the way that you have these clues to go off of um and I'll tell you here's where this is happening and what time um and you can go to that place at that time and try and figure it out yourself. So at the once once the game opens up um one of the little cues that you get is, hey, if you go here and investigate this thing, you, you might be able to find a way to bring your gear over. Um, and so once once you do that, it, it, it sort of, it makes it a bit less of a trying to find everything, find new stuff whenever you go, um, and you have a bit more control over your loadout and your character. Uh, and the first thing I did after that was go and get the 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 warp ability to let me jump around places, um, which the game actually explicitly tells you. It's like, hey, you might want to go here to get this thing. Um, and I really haven't even had any desire since then to try and get the other abilities because I'm like, I don't care. I just All I need to do is be able to teleport and wear Gucci. Um, but yeah, it's been super fun. Um, I really like the way the game is structured and that it's it doesn't... I mean, it kind of does explicitly tell you to if you are tracking stuff, but I turned, I went into the settings and turned off the 
um, whatever the things are, the, the, the things that show you in the world where you're, where your next objective is the objective markers. That's what I'm, the word I'm looking for. Okay. So you um, turn those off. Yeah. Just because, um, I found that I was only sort of going in a straight line to them, um, rather than like trying to figure out the world and, and the different places to go. Um, and I think it was, I, I think it's been for the better because now I, I, I'd really do have a good grasp of where things are in the map. Um, and so it's been, I, th it, I think it has made it better. Uh, I'm, I hate to say, it, but I'm slowly morphing into one of those guys. Like turn off the mini map, just wander around until you find stuff. Uh. But it does, it, it does, um, in this game, especially the, the stages are not super expansive, um, and like I said, nothing. Th there isn't stuff changing from um, run to run through things, so you can know exactly where people are going to be. So, it. I think it does. This experience, at least, you are benefited by um, forcing yourself to figure out where these things are happening. Uh, though I did earlier today, I was frustrated because there's one of these things on these lines. Something is invisible. And you have to use a, an item to sort of block the, the thing that's making it invisible. Mm. Um, and I just, I was like, I have no idea where this is. Uh, and it turned out it was like really close to the place I was looking around. I just wasn't <laughs> actually looking at the environment. Um, because it's only sort of invisible. It is, it does kind of like have these static effects that you, you can very clearly see where it is if I had actually looked. Um, right. But for the most part, I know most of. Okay, maybe not most stages like the back of my hand because there are some some that I just haven't really done in different time periods. Um, because there's there's really a lot a lot of different directions that you can go once the game opens up. Like you can track down whatever you want in whatever order. Um, the the ultimate goal is to figure out a way to kill the eight. Um, whatever they're visionaries, the, the visionaries, and which are the these specific people who are in charge of this of the Isle of Black Reef. And if you do that, presumably the loop will break. Um, and of course, you only have four times of day, and once you leave, once you leave a, a stage, it immediately progresses to the next time period in the day. And so you have to figure out ways to get people together to kill two birds with one stone. Um, and there's a lot of... So there are definitive answers to that. It's like you have to do X in order to get these people to show up at the same time. Right. But you can go whatever path you want in whatever order of figuring that stuff out. Um. And so it's it's just I don't know it's been really fun to go and do something but then be like it's a bit of that Skyrim feeling of you're walking or you're going to do something and then you see oh I want to go do that instead that seems more interesting right this second um, so yeah it's been I've had I've been having a grand time with it um, and I am excited to keep playing it. I'm glad, man. I 
I, I'm liking it. I'm not as far as you. Um, how how far ahead do you think you are than me? Like, uh, I don't know. Um, it's tough to say. I think the the progress bar in like the PS the PlayStation five menu said that i was 22 percent done but i don't know if that's (laughs) yeah if it's actually tracking how much i'm done done in the game or if that's like trophies percentage right um so i don't know um Hmm. it's tough to tell because there's definitely like uh pads that i really haven't touched at all um and some that i've honed in a lot more on so i like i'm i don't think i'm all that close to figuring out the solution. Um, I've really only figured out uh, one of the ways to get multiple people in the same place. And then the first time I tried to go do that, I ended up killing myself. So, <laughs> you know, we're we're still figuring it out. Yeah, we're <laughs> you know, growth. Growth is important. It's really interesting... The game, the structure of the game itself sort of r- reminds me of Majora's Mask. Uh, I mean, it's actually a lot like Majora's Mask because there's it's looping. Um, well, I guess Majora's Mask is not looping in the same way because if you let the clock go out, you just die. Um, but it, it reminds me of like the bomber's notebook thing in Majora's Mask where you have... Like you discover a bunch of these things that you can do, and they all you have to be at specific places in specific times. And if and if you miss it, it's like okay, well you just roll back, try it again, see what right. the effect of that is. Um, and so it's it's weird that that I guess it's not super weird that I made that connection, but it's funny and and just the sort of how how far away those games are from each other, and that they have this little thing connecting them. Um, in my my brain, at least, it's been, it's cool. Uh, it's it scratches some of those same itches that I found in Majora's Mask and in Outer Wilds and and um, and in uh, Dishonored and yeah, I really enjoy it. It's been a riot of a time so far. Much better than another time loop game that I played recently. So <laughs> I'll take it. Yeah, looking at looking at you, twelve minutes. This. Uh. Yes, and I can't. I do not anticipate any of the same kind of twists happening at the end of this game. Thank God. <laughs> yeah. Though, as Forrest said, as Forrest said, sometimes we we do have to start expecting that. <laughs> at some point, I feel like that's maybe I mean, not the intention that I said it with. I mean, <laughs> you know, you said it. Uh so is that is that all you've been playing recently? It is not, in fact, as oh, okay. you guys will remember uh, last week when the when we spoke of the Nintendo Direct. Was that last week or the previous week? It was two weeks ago. Two weeks ago, last episode. Uh, one of the things I was most excited about was the reveal of the remake of of Act Razor. Hmm. Um, Yes. And so like I immediately purchased that game and started playing it. And man, ah, such a fun time. Um is it everything you wanted it to be? It really is. Uh nice. it's interesting because a lot of the discourse that I've seen uh from 
And the, the only people talking about this game really are people who were big fans of the original. And so with that, it's kind of, I guess it's, I should have expected that a lot of that would be people criticizing the way that the game has changed versus the original game. Um, and certainly visually it's, it's, it's a weird looking game. <laughs> um, I'm trying to figure out, like my first thought was that it is like 3d models that are sort of rendered in a way to make them look two dimensional. Um, like a thing like Hades did or even, even, I don't know. Um, but I think reading, I, I think they're all like pre-rendered. Uh, so they're actually, they are 2D sprites, for, for lack of a better word, but they're pre-rendered 3D things like Final Fantasy VII style. Mm-hmm. Um, and it gives it this really strange uh, kind of chunky look to everything, and it's really kind of jarring um, when you first see it, especially compared to like the clean sprites of the original one. Uh, but it is a look that I th- that that grew on me, and at the end when I I was I was like yeah you know I I kind of dig the way that this game looks. Um, the remastered music is really good, uh, and it's also really cool that you can toggle between the original uh, 16-bit uh, tracks, which I did very frequently. Um, the whole the big new thing to the game. Um is there is in the city building segments. Um, so this is a, a game that is part action platformer and part uh, city sim. Um, yeah. So the, the city sim parts in the original, they're, they're super low intensity and they kind of play themselves a bit. Uh, and, you know, they were something that the quintet, the developer, they... They completely removed from the the sequel and just turned it into an action platformer, um, and which is disappointing because the city sim was one of the stuff the stuff I loved the most about, not the most, but I loved it a lot in the original, and they have ex- sort of expanded on on this by there being a sort of tower defense mode. Um, okay, and there are new hero characters that are introduced to the story in each of the different cities that you can uh, command around the around the world uh, during these monster uh, raids on your cities. Uh, and, you know, it it's mixed results whether or not they were successful. Um, a lot of the times it's super tedious. The, 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 the parts of the story that they come up where you're like, I just want to. I don't want to do this right now. And the only way to progress the story and progress my city is to do this dumb tower defense game. And so, and at other times, I think they were genuinely, genuinely fun and challenging to do. So I don't, I don't really know where I come down on them. But I think um, they did add a lot more um, body to the game. Um, and I think overall, uh, it was probably better for it. Um, yeah, it's it's a really fun game. Um, I was super surprised after I beat the final boss that there is like another extra area, like a Ooh. brand new city that they added with a new like super boss at the end. 
uh, who unfortunately they do not, it, who seem to have really cool lore behind them and that you don't ever actually figure out what they are. Uh, by the time that part of the game ends, you just go and, and murk them uh, with your godlike powers. Um, so it's a, it's, it's a really fun experience. I really enjoyed it. I hope that they, that they, it sells well enough and that there's enough interest that for them to take a crack at the sequel. Um, one of the developers, one of the guys on the old Quintet team who made like, they made this, they made ActRaiser, they made Terra Enigma, um, Illusion of Gaia, a bunch of like super well-regarded games from the Super Nintendo. Uh, and then the, they just, the, I don't really know what happened to them after that. Um, but one of the old developers has, on on Twitter, he's talked about how he's really proud of the outpouring of love for the, the game and that has alluded to possibly working on the sequel. And so if they do, I would it, I can only hope they would add, they would put the city stuff back in. I can't imagine they would, they would recreate the old game without, um, especially given how much work they put into expanding the city stuff in this one. Um, so hopefully down the line we get an ActRaiser Renaissance 2 with all new stuff. It'd be very exciting. It was a very fun game. Definitely suplex certified for me. Good. Um, anything else? I don't know. I don't I haven't seen you playing anything, but I that usually means usually if I don't see you playing something, that means you're playing a lot. <laughs> you like to hide. <laughs> no, that's it. that has been it. All right. Uh, Forrest, what have you played? Uh, not much uh, these past two weeks. It's been a little rough. Um, I keep trying to play more of Deltarune Chapter 2, and something in me is just having a very hard time just sitting down and playing it, um, which is the complete opposite of what happened with the first chapter. And I was really excited for 2. I just don't know why my mind is playing games with me in regards to motivation on this. Um, Come on, Forrest, you have to get the banana. I know. It's only like four hours long. I know. Ain't it? I It would take me an afternoon, and that's not a big thing to ask, but <laughs> I, something in me is just like not feeling it for some reason. So I'm going to try again How far have you week. gotten? I, like ten minutes in. Uh, I'll play like yeah. five minutes at a time, or like, you know, just a few minutes at a time, and I'm just like... I'm really not feeling it right now. If you had just yeah, played it have you of going have you at least concert. gotten into the dark world, the new dark world yet? No. <laughs> I think once you do, you'll pro- that that'll probably be like once you once you get in there and you go through the first segments and you that'll be the carrot think. on the stick that I need. I think you'll be like, okay, I'm I'm in I'm in now. Yeah. Again, I'll I'll try it out these next few days. Well, like while I'm at work and stuff. Um, just get me into it, you know? Um, I've been waiting for my Swoled to play it. <laughs> TBH. Yeah, that's fair. I mean, I don't think it's got I meant to ask, when you played, that. when you played Chapter 1, did you fight Jevil? See the secret boss? Yeah. No, I did not. I didn't get the, the, all the pieces for the key, because I didn't know, uh, I, like, I wasn't playing with a guide or anything, and I thought I was going through and finding everything that i could but once i got to one of the forests i think there's only one forest in the game right um 
once I got there, I started seeing, like, treasure chests that I had no clue how to get to. So I'm like, okay, maybe I'll come back for those later, and then I never yeah. did. So, some of them are, are a bit tricky to find. There are, there are characters that you can, like, there are different shopkeepers you can talk to who will, like, point you in the direction of where you need to go to find the different pieces. I see. Um, and so without, like, without having those interactions, it's tough to even know. Where do I go to find the pieces of this key? Yeah. Uh, that's too bad. Um, that boss fight looks wanna... really hard, though. Like, I <laughs> I don't know. Oh, boy. Yeah, it's, <laughs> it's tough. <laughs> like, I don't know if I, I'm, I'm really up curious. for that level. I'm really curious how, how it plays with the, an actual joystick Contro- yeah. rather than uh, the tiny uh, arrow keys on my laptop. Okay. <laughs> so that was a question that I ha- had a few weeks ago was, because I was under the assumption that, like, if you had, like, a mouse or a, you know, like, if you had a mouse, like, I thought that was going, for some reason, that is what would have controlled, like, the combat, like, your heart in the combat sections. Mm, that would be interesting, but no, it is, it's the typical arrows. Mm. That makes sense now that I think about, like, how the control layout is for... Uh, a physical like controller, but I feel like it would be more intuitive uh, the other way around. But uh, anyways, um, yeah, not really into Delta Rune Chapter 2 too much, but I played a lot of the Halo Infinite beta this last weekend, and I had a really good time with it. Uh, David and I talked uh, like privately about this, um, just that, like, he stopped playing pretty quickly on it um, just because he was like, yeah, I know that I like this. I, like, I don't need any more. Whereas, on the other hand, I, I, like, I like it a lot, and I want every single second that I could get out of it, you know? I just didn't want to put a ton of time into it, and, like, none of my progress carry over. Yeah. And I, I would rather save it all for when the game is out that's fair yeah yeah there <laughs> there's like a million other things i could have been playing instead of that beta but i just hey i was having a lot of fun that's how it goes that, like that's the thing i was excited for every day when i would get out of work and stuff over the weekend you know yeah uh but unfortunately that is all that has been on my plate really game wise but that will change this week going into next Oh yeah! Oh yeah! It's, we're okay. oh yes. Oh, These yes. next two weeks really are just going to be one thing after the other. I don't know what comes out after Friday. I mean, there's a big thing like two uh, twelve days from now. Yeah, that's that's too far. <laughs> okay. But all right. Um, with that, we'll be back after the break. Hi, Big Joe here, and I'm here to tell you to check out Suplex the Sticks on all social media platforms at at Suplex the Sticks. Links for the socials and the invite to our Discord are in the show notes below. Subscribe and review the show on your favorite podcatcher, and while you're at it, let your friends know about the podcast. It's the best way to help us grow our community. And with that, back to the show. I've been having these weird thoughts lately. (laughs) Like, is any of this real? Or not. Welcome back. 
to suplex the sticks. We've been <laughs> giddy with energy. And now it's time to talk about what we've really gathered to talk about. And it's that Sora isn't Smash. The one thing that brings us together uh, day in and day out. Brings our hearts together. Ooh. Uh, <laughs> Heck yeah, it does. Ne- never. I, <laughs> I was genuinely speechless when it happened. I was baited so hard. I thought it was going to be a Dark Souls thing. Um, <laughs> it seems like a lot of people thought that. I thought it was going to be. So when they were doing, I felt like at the beginning they leaned in pretty heavy to the vocal orchestration of the Smash theme. Uh, like, and it, it was a vocal version instead of a instrumental version. Yeah. Of the, uh, like, I was like, oh no, it's going to turn from that to Halo. Like the, oh. I was like, Ooh, that would have been, that would have been neat. That would have been pretty like, solid. I was like, oh, it's going to be a mess. And I want to say, I know that there are some people out there, hello, Chris, that are a little upset that it's not Master Chief. Not, he's not upset, but he, he wanted it to be Chief. And I, I understand, I respect it, but it's Sora hours. It's real Sora hours here. He won the character poll back in Smash 4, apparently. What a reveal. <laughs> I think that's a bigger reveal here than Sora himself. Everyone. Seth, we, we've talked about it on this show before. Everyone thought yeah. that Goku won that. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know that everyone thought that. It's what was... I thought they, like, data-mined it. and No. No. The people who did that... They basically did it by running their own polls. Mm. Okay. They, they probably got a pretty close um, approximation of what was on the actual ballot, but no, there was no no one hacked into the Nintendo mainframe and found the actual results. But but it's been revealed that Sora won, and in the end, he really did win. And because he won, we won. The perfect we final won. character. I it really is. I was, David, as, as, as I was talking to you about this after it happened, um, it was the perfect position, like, personally, because, first of all, it's, it's a huge announcement. Um, and, and really, with, the, with Sora's reveal, it actually makes three Kingdom Hearts characters that are in the game, funnily yeah, enough. Yeah, true. Um, but because it had come after... Uh, at the end, and basically, it they essentially I knew that any of the other characters I wanted were eliminated um, because of you know like whether it be me costumes or other stuff. Um, like I I had no I, I I did not there was no part of me that believed that um, Gino was going to be this uh, the character. Uh, so like I was under. There, it was. I was able to completely um, be elated. There was. There was no part in the back of my mind like, "Oh man, I wish it was this character," because I knew that none of those characters were getting in, and so it was like the perfect timing to just give me exactly the one thing that I wanted it to be. Um, yeah, and that's not to say I don't. There, I think there would have been other cool choices that they could have went, but this one, it really was like. A cherry on the top of of the smash pie. 
And Sakurai, I want to, like, take this video and compare it to the Minecraft one because <laughs> the mood of Sakurai is way different. He looks so happy talking about this. It's, yeah. it's awesome. And, like, I feel I like think, you could say I that think about some of that is. Most I think of, some of that yeah. is also that it was the last video. Yeah, <laughs> it's, that's part of it. But also, like, I feel like he's been pretty passionate and excited through most of the other uh, pre- presentation videos, except for the Minecraft one. Like that, that one is definitely like the lowest on the. I mean, energy even when levels. he talked about the amiibos, he was like, "Yep, that looks like Steve." <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I was like. Oh, God. <laughs> you could really tell that he... he uh, that was a corporate mandate. <laughs> uh, there wasn't much to say on his end on that. But, yeah, we've got we've got Sora and Smash. Uh, Kirby doesn't have a Keyblade. Unfortunately. Uh, it has a, like, star sword looking thing. Um, but it does have Sora's hair, so that's yeah. kind of neat. Uh, I will say I've, I thought he did have a keyblade, like they were made of fire and ice and electricity, and they they he doesn't like carry it permanently. But when he does the attacks, it does it is keyblade shaped. Yeah, yeah, it's not like maybe he doesn't not a, get maybe the not to the yeah. There's no kingdom key, so there's not enough to say definitively that Kirby is one of the keyblade wielders. But it'd be cool he does, if he had like. Like, just some keyblades from, like, other characters. Mm. Like, the fire one had to be, like, Axel's keyblade. You know, mm. stuff like that. Mm. Nah. That would have cost a lot more money, though, I think. We got to see the no, Mickey I think emblem. At the, I don't know. It would, it would cost more money. Uh, but it, it would definitely be weird, especially because Sora never actually has Axel's keyblade. The only better choice would have been Roxas. Yeah. I don't know. The wielder keyblades, like, baby. <laughs> it would be that would have it would be insane, but I don't know that I would say it was better. I almost want Roxas to have been an alternate costume for him. Yeah. But his the, the way alternate he costumes we got different. are I'm I was really impressed by the the alts that we got. Yeah. They went all out. For all the all way. the different designs from the four main games. And then even got the brave and valor, and the ultimate form, and timeless and river. Timeless river. How can yeah. I forget that one? I I'm mean, very happy. They really about went that. all out. Uh, I mean, it's it's similar to what they did with Hero, but uh, so it's yeah. not unprecedented. But it was really cool. I I kind of was hoping for Halloween Town Sora. I because I yeah. wasn't. I was not hoping for it. Whatever, dude. I only say that, like, listen, I love the design, and I love that. It's better than Toy Story, Sora. Yes. I'm not I'm not saying, like, it's a bad costume, but that, I think, is the most marketed, like, costume for Sora um, amongst, like, an, a bunch of other... Yeah, because it looks awesome. Yeah. I'm glad we didn't get it, though. Because, right. <laughs> I like, I'm oversaturated on it, I guess is the point I'm trying to make. <laughs> But it's October. It is spooky, man. I don't know. Take it up with Sakurai. <laughs> but you can't ask him for anything ever again. Uh, he gave us Sora. That's <laughs> true. I I never can. And I doubt he'll he'll ever like be in position. Like I don't think it's gonna make another Smash game after this. No. no. There will be another Smash game, but it will be done by someone else. Yeah. I will say I've never cried for oh, like over any character reveals except for Sora. 
I was in tears. I I was actually when I got here earlier tonight, David. Uh, when I sat that back down on the couch, I rewatched that reveal trailer and I started tearing up again. But I didn't like. Well, That's the effect of simple and clean. Yes. Because the the moment, like a that orchestra version always hits me. The I cry every time. The Keyblade, like Mario throwing the Keyblade and then it opening up a keyhole. I was like, oh, this is awesome. And then the it, yeah, it really was. It kicked in and Sora flew out, and I was like, oh my boy, my sweet boy. And I like I was crying. I'm yeah. getting emotional thinking about it. It was yeah. the best. It really was. So it was interesting for me the way that this reveal sort of cr- caused me, like, th- th- it kicked off this weird so- sort of introspection in myself about, like, the nature of fandom. Um, <laughs> yeah. Because, like, for me, too, that music, it it does, it, it really does hit emotionally. Um, Every time. And it's so crazy because, like, what, this is the 20th anniversary of Kingdom Hearts. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, they unveiled that and terrible it's logo so, And it's it's just, like, it's weird that it's, it's, like, 20 years of emotion. Not even just emotion, but, like, 20 years of, of being a part, of having played the game is sort of, like, built into this. And, like, that, like, I, it was also part partly reading the stuff about ActRaiser. Um, like, being a fan is weird. Um, and I guess part of it is, like, I understand the reason people get mad about stuff, because I've been in, in those spaces. Because when you spend so much time on a thing, um, you, you kind of... You de- in your mind, you develop this sort of ownership of that thing. Yeah, um, right. even if that does not exist, um, and in the digital age, also as an outgrowth of that, have communities have popped up uh, around these things for better and and for worse, um, and so there is this. It's it's kind of natural to expect like when stuff happens that you don't think the way it should be, you, you do feel kind of outraged because you're like, this is my thing. Why are you messing this up for me? Um, but it's been interesting for me. Like, lately, um, given, like, my mental and emotional state, the way that I've found myself approaching those things, um, like, when I played ActRaiser as a kid, like, I don't, I don't think I knew, ever knew anyone who ever played the game, and then it was gone, and so it was never this thing, it was, it was this thing that was like, oh, man, this was a really good game that I just really loved growing up, and then it was gone, and, um... And so there was never that like great kind of pining after it that I had. And so when the new one came out, I was just like, man, I was just I just ate the whole thing up because it was more of this thing that I loved. Um, and I, and it it had me think. In contrast, like I can vividly remember being on campus at school um, when the final. Um, trailer for the original like the final smash ultimate trailer came out and they revealed the last characters like they revealed incineroar and whoever the heck else uh piranha plant and i was just i was seething um (laughs) 
And I was so visible. I was visibly upset to the point where, like, a professor had to ask me, "Is like, are you all right?" Oh my god! Uh, and then I was, and then I was embarrassed because there's no way I can like explain what yeah. this thing that I am mad about. You can't rationalize um, this to this person, <laughs> right? And it's so weird. And and it, it had me think about like how the 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 fake um, the fake banner leak that came out that had like all of these yeah. characters that I wanted to be and so and like I it had created this bar that was never going to be met and so it's just weird how I've in my life I I have found less of those kind of rage reactions happening and more of myself just kind of enjoying stuff um, or or only looking at the positive things. Um, and so, I don't know. It's just weird. Like, thinking about the way that stuff in our life sort of manifests. Um, especially something that's been around for 20 years. Like, I can remember the first time I saw Kingdom Hearts in real life. Like, I, I, didn't, have a, I didn't have a PS2, and I remember being at some Super Bowl party and seeing someone else play it. And I was like, oh my gosh. This is this game that I've been seeing these commercials for. Um, so you've been having these weird dreams lately about <laughs> yeah, and it's and it's so and it's just like twenty years of that of being sort of involved in this and following the the ups and downs of this ridiculous story and the way it culminates in this moment. It is it is like it's this weirdly emotional thing that uh, like on its face you tell you tell someone else about it about like watching this trailer and crying and they'd be like that doesn't make any sense and and it's something that you can't really explain because it's it's i don't know it's like trying to explain you have to it's it's like trying to explain the way just life experiences are like you can't you can't there's no way to sort of sum sum up the way that this has been a part of my life in in one form or another for two decades yeah uh, and it and then this happened and um i don't know it's just it's it's weird and and it's cool to think about like another thing that it made me, it reminded me of was when adventure time ended um i don't want to get like, into that, that <laughs> the way that was so tied up in my life at that at, up to that point yeah um and the way that these weird these weird random things like make you emotional about stuff and um I don't know. It's just, it's been something that uh, it's been weirdly just sort of on my mind since the reveal of it. Um, and I'm super happy that that soars around and that it gave a byproduct was uh, it gave me a chance to sort of look inward and and contemplate the way I experience these things. Now I'm curious what what was your first interaction with Kingdom Hearts? forest i genuinely can't remember like it's just always been a part of my life i can tell you i don't think i played kingdom hearts one before i played chain of memories like chain of memories was the first one i owned but i knew of the series uh before uh like i had friends uh that had it and loved it a lot so like maybe i played at their place um i was very active like on the internet as a kid um i maybe just followed the release news for it like i just can't remember it's just 
it, it is always a part of my life. Like, I read the entire manga adaptation of one before I actually played the game. And, like, I never beat Chain of Memories. That's the one game in the series I've never beat. But, like, I read the manga adaptation for that, and, like, that's, like, that's my... <laughs> that's my canon for that stuff. Hmm. But, no, I like, unfortunately, I, I can't say that I remember my first memory of Kingdom Hearts, but... That's a bummer. It really is. Yeah. But it's still such a formative thing. Like, I, I, I think it means more to me because it is something that has been there my entire life that I can remember of. For sure. Yeah. Like, it's, it's a, a piece of our childhood. Yeah. Um, and it's weird because everything in Smash sort of is that. Yeah. Uh, but it's just sort of to different extents. And so it is interesting the way that you connect with some stuff. Um, and I don't know, like, I, I don't, I can't remember anything recently that that's, has sort of worked on me like that. Um, I mean, I know it still happens. All you have to do is look at Undertale fandom to see the kind of, uh, the way that stuff can, the way people grab onto things like this, um. But yeah, Kingdom Heart. It, it is. It's this weirdly singular thing um, for the three of us. I know, and I know for a lot of other people. Uh, it's just you know, it's interesting to to look back and see the way those things have weaved themselves through our in, into our lives, and um, you know, have, have they even still affect us when these ran, this random stuff happens? Yeah. Mine was Epcot. They yeah. had demo state. Yeah, they had demo stations in Epcot. Really? Interventions. I didn't know that was and a thing they did back then. So, so That's back, awesome. back in the day in Interventions, uh, <laughs> it was so back in the day at Epcot there was two wings called Interventions East and West, and I can't remember specifically. So forgive me. Uh, I don't know if we have any other Disney like history people, but I have a hard time remembering which one. But one of them was more dedicated to, like, <clears throat> the future of technology. And the other one was dedicated to the technology of, like, today and the cutting edge of that. And they had, like, game demo, a whole game demo area where you could play, like, you know, because there's a ton of Disney IP video games yeah. that came out with movies back in the day. Especially um, during the early 2000s. Yeah. And I remember going there, like... Remember, Kingdom Hearts came out 2002. Yep. Um, once again, this it's going to be the 20th anniversary. I remember going to Epcot and playing the demo of this game. Everyone was in line to play it. Like there was there was three machines and like it was everyone was crowded around it. And I'm like, what is this game? I'm 12. <laughs> and I'm like, what is happening? And I I walk up to the machine and I'm like what is this character? He's got, like, this is, what is Titus and Waka doing here? Because I had played Final Fantasy X. Yeah. Like I, like, I remember getting that game, like, soon after it came out. And, oh, yeah, that was, like, the start. I was like, wait a second. There's Disney characters in this? And, like, Final Fantasy character? Like, it blew my mind. Yeah. And it just went from there. That makes me really happy to know that back in the day they did the demo thing too. Or, or I guess more 
specifically what I'm trying to say is that I'm glad that for Kingdom Hearts 3, they kind of continued that idea a little bit with the yeah. demo set yeah. at Disney Springs. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that was neat. Yeah. Oh, man. That was a special moment. Yeah. I remember. Yeah. Uh, really full circle for you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's like, yeah. Oh, man. Um, but yeah, it's it's something and especially so special to see uh, Smash reactions go all over the place when characters are announced. But I didn't see like a bit of negativity out there. Yeah. I saw some people like, I kind of wish it was someone else, but you know what? Like, this is this is good. Yeah. Um, no vitriol. Though. Right. Um, the only person I saw being a real grumpus was Jeff Grubb, who just doesn't like any of the Kingdom Hearts games, I guess. And so he's like, <laughs> I'm happy for all of you, but uh... I, it's not for me, so I don't get it. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Uh, I mean, I get it. Yeah, like, it's <laughs> it, I. They're very fun games to play, but the, some of the stuff is just. I mean, all of the stuff is just like, ooh, what is what is this? Yeah, how do you make this sound cool to somebody? <laughs> you know. Um, I texted one of my so uh, Seth and I's good friend uh, Zach. I texted him, "Hey, Sores in Smash." And I texted him the trailer, and he was like, well, exact quote, because it, it's something that, like, I think if you had mentioned to people uh, that didn't, like, keep up with stuff, um, he just replied, I'm honestly surprised it took so long. And it's like, <laughs> yeah, he kind of, yeah. it feels like, it feels like something that should have been a thing already. And so it's it's just a good it's a good thing. I think it's a perfect ending character, though. It feels very final. And it gives him yeah. so many other friends. <laughs> yes. In the future when he needs to uh, call upon the power yes. of his friends. I'm so excited for him to be running around the quadratum in Kingdom Hearts 4 <laughs> and have all the Smash roster show up. <laughs> uh, Everyone, everyone's here. Everyone is here. <laughs> Everyone was here. Now they're over there. Uh, man, it's special. It's uh. you know we find ways to talk about Kingdom Hearts on this show, and we find reasons. But they really gave it to us this time, and um, they they've teased that there's going to be something during the twentieth anniversary. So I'm hoping it's good. Um, you know, they they announced by the way that. There is going to be all the games or or the the collections and Kingdom Hearts three and Remind are coming to Switch as cloud versions, um, which will be the first cloud games I buy for the Switch. Uh, <laughs> I've so, been pondering it today. Oh, I'll do very it. heavily today. I, I played the Control one and it was good. It works. The thing is, if it's a cloud version. Then like if those servers goes down and I'm like I'm not owning that game anymore, you know? Like I don't I don't need to rebuy yeah. them, which like hurts me to say because I the day like the day of this announcement, I was like I'm doing it a third time. <laughs> I'm buying the whole series for a third time. And I just bet between thinking about it today, I just 
I don't think. Yeah, I, need to. I think it's it's it can be kind of a tough sell to like chill out sixty bucks for a game that you own sort twice of don't already. really even own, and at and at some point may never even be able to play again on that system. Yeah, but and on top of that, you have to have good good enough Wi-Fi at any given moment to play it. But what if I was uh, to tell it's you it's interesting that games. these are? It's interesting that they they're all cloud versions. Um, yeah, because. Obviously, like there is the full collection, which I believe is called the uh, Integrum Collection, the Kingdom Hearts Integrum Collection, uh, yes. which you know a great another great foe's Latin-ish <laughs> word. Yeah. Uh, Kingdom Hearts is <laughs> is fun, um, but apparently you also can get can purchase them separately. Mm-hmm. So like you can get one point five plus two point five by itself, which you would think would just be able to run on Switch. Yeah. If there was a physical release for any of these versions of the game, I would absolutely buy them on the Switch. Like, even if it's just 1.5 and 2.5, like, I would buy that physical in a heartbeat, and then maybe I would be willing to get the cloud versions of uh, 2.8 and 3. But with no physical for any of them, I just can't rationalize it for myself. Hmm. Yep. I mean, I will. <laughs> I have no qualms. We know that. We yeah. I have no qualms about it. I'll buy it again. Don't don't put a gun to my head. I'll just I'll, <laughs> yes. I'll do it. Uh, I'll put a know. card to your throat. I listen. A credit card. I to be honest, you know what might have I saved thought, my thirst. You're talking about one of the cards that. Uh, those are pretty is, sharp. Is uh, I might have not been so eager if when i booted up game pass the other night uh only three was on there yeah and i was like uh, well tragic uh, gotta <laughs> buy gotta buy that for the switch yeah cloud version baby I mean, you know you could have just bought it for xbox but <laughs> That's yeah besides the point <laughs> it right. truly do be besides the point um so yeah, Kingdom Hearts and the Switch. Uh, we'll see what happens with the rest of this 20th anniversary stuff. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to bet they're going to announce another orchestra tour. Yeah. Which I really hope I get mm. to make it to one this time, but they never come down south. Lord, catch me weeping in the they in the, in the, in the <laughs> auditorium. Yeah. The so one weeping in the balcony seats. Bawling. By, by the time Seth and I looked at Tickets what was it for the Atlanta one? They were way too expensive. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, Unfortunately, but that's because it was resellers. So, um, I'm really hoping we'll see if it's uh, we'll see if it comes around. Uh, we'll make I'm a suplex going. trip out of it. Yeah, it would be great. Mm. Um, uh, we I, can all cry together. The chess set? Oh yeah. <laughs> I mean, we could do that now by just playing the music. <laughs> I know. Uh, we really could. Um, and end, end this podcast by with all of us crying. <laughs> I'm, I like all the music they're adding. Not to keep talking about this, but the the music they're adding is great. The stage is great. Uh, you know, the final smash is good. I think it's great. Yeah. Even, uh, you know, love it. I wish uh, the final smash had been Goofy dying. <laughs> <laughs> I wish the final smash was. Uh, Donald doing Zeta Flare, <laughs> canonically the strongest spell ever known yeah, in, in Final, Final Fantasy. Fantasy yeah. And then he died. <laughs> Performed by Donald Duck. 
of all mages. Oh, I will uh, never. That is never. burned. Yeah, that's Yensid burned in my never. memory. Oh. And to his credit, he absolutely wiped out Terrazeanort with it, too. He really did. Yeah, he did. <laughs> but it cost him too much. I love, yep. I just love, they, there was a, there had to be a creative meeting where Tetsuya Nomura's in there, and they're like, all right, what's going to be the spell that Zeta Flare? Okay, okay. Who's doing it? Don. Donald. <laughs> it's just, I love it. I, 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 I would love to be a fly on the wall in that room. Yeah. Just, yeah. Take in the silence from that board. <laughs> because, you know, Nomura was confident and honest yes. in that communication. Everyone was like, hold on. We we allow a lot of things. Donald? You're going to have to convince uh, us of this one. <laughs> uh, I, I kind of wish... Sora's and final. this is going to be a backdoor pilot for my Versus 13 spinoff. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, listen, I'm very okay with that. Um, For the Final Smash, I kind of uh, wish it was uh, Mega Man's Final Smash style, where it had all the different... Like, you know, oh, the different yes. Mega Man. Uh, so different for Sora's, you'd have all the different yeah. Keyblade wielders, like, the, of but they're, light. But they're in the stage, yeah. so I'm kind of at, like, the fact that I, they're getting representation yes. in the stage. Exactly. I'm happy about, um, except for the Disney characters, of course, they <laughs> are left <laughs> I out. think it's hilarious. They're cut out. So. Replaced by replaced the. Replaced by a boat. Pow-pow fruit. And a in pow-pow the boat. fruit. Mm. Harsh. Yeah. The only thing that would have been anyway. cool is if they, they put Kyrie in instead of Sora. But that would never have happened. Because <laughs> why would we give her something to do? <laughs> um, <laughs> She's right. got to be asleep. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so Sitting in that chair. Next weekend of the week, the 16th, is going to be the next DC Fandom, which is mainly about comics and movies. But there is going to be some video game representation there. Uh, it's so all media, really. The, the Epic president is making a showing there. So, um, like so, Epic Studios, like no, like Epic the the uh, yeah yeah like Epic the people that make Fortnite. So, um, you know, there's probably huh. gonna be some Fortnite crossover they announce or something specifically for it. With the way uh, that uh, that crossover comic sold, I would yeah bet I would bet. Um, Seth, you didn't, I don't know if you know this, but they did a comic where if you bought all seven issues, you got a specific Batman skin, um, and you got like codes for Fortnite. So it sold Buku mm. bucks. Um, so, you know, there, Ed Boon is going to be there. So all the rumors are stoked up again about Injustice 3. Um, Ooh. and I mean, we're, we're, we definitely have to get gameplay or at least in-depth trailers about Suicide Squad and Gotham Knights. We definitely will for Gotham Knights. Uh, that that development it was supposed team. to come out this year. I thought it got pushed. It was supposed. I said oh, supposed to okay. come out this year. Gotcha. Um, I get you now. Um, that development studio they've been posting a lot lately, like with teasers and stuff. Um, yeah. So we're definitely going to get a pretty. I'm I'm going to guess a pretty sizable showcase. Um, for Gotham Knights, at least. Rocksteady is always very radio silent until the yeah. day of, and then they'll be radio silent again for another six months, at the least. Yeah, so we'll see what that game looks like, maybe. Yeah. I uh, Either that or they won't, because both of those games are going to look incredibly similar gameplay-wise, <laughs> and uh, they might not want to show them like that. Yeah. Um, 
So, uh... I, listen, I need a showcase for the Suicide Squad game because I'm not sold on it yet. Well, yeah, it's like, Suicide Squad. And I know. I, like, um, I, <laughs> I need to see it. Uh, Friday the 13th, the game developer Ilphonic, uh, the vice president or one of them, uh, came out and said they're working on a Ghostbusters video game. Mm, uh, that sounds ill. It, uh, yeah. It sounds also like it may end up just being a uh, asynchronous, like the like a Friday the 13th game where you're playing against your friends as Ghostbusters, possibly. Because that's what they made with mm. Friday the 13th. Um, hear that? Or, and that's what they made with the Predator's Hunting Ground game, uh, which they also made. So... Um, you could be playing as a ghost against your friends as Ghostbusters or something. Who knows? Um, you could be the key master. Ooh, or uh, the Scolari brothers. <laughs> <laughs> that would be great. <laughs> uh, catch me playing they're as real, the Scolari brothers. They're the real heroes of that movie. It's the Scolari brothers. Uh, Ghostbusters 2 is the best one. I will not be have my mind changed. Um, let's see. Uh, Konami is reportedly like working on multiple new games for storied franchises. They apparently are like pseudo working on a Metal Gear Solid Three remake. Um, apparently, it's been released that this Castlevania Advance drop is sort of a like test, test to see the, yeah to see if people care about Castlevania anymore um so if you're a Konami fan out there um buy stuff and talk about them because they're testing the waters again mm. who knows if that means anything apparently blue point is working on a so blue point was bought by Sony I don't know if we talked about that yet um, but it was, it's official. Um, they are a Sony studio now. Um, they are working on a new game, according to Sony, but also there was rumors that they were also helping along another remaster, which would probably be the Metal Gear Solid 3 one. Yeah, and the rumor for the past like two years, I think, was that Blue Point was doing an MGS1 re- uh, remake, so that's out of the water now and not... That's not a thing anymore, I guess. Yeah. Now it's three. Yeah. Which, honestly, I'm good with that. Three's my favorite. They're all games. <laughs> uh, they mean nothing to you, David. Yeah, stealth. <laughs> it's, it's, it automatically disqualifies a game for me, usually. Such a shame. Um, uh, <laughs> I think the last thing we need to talk about is... Uh, our friend Jack Garland. Jack. <laughs> Jack Garland. Uh, oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> talking about convoluted plots. Uh, I need to play that new demo that came out for it. Honestly, I don't know that I'm going to. <laughs> oh, come uh, on. I kind of, like, the first demo sold me, and I know it's I'm going like to play it. It's like the situation again. Yeah. Crap. And so I was just like, you know what? I'm kind of fine playing something else. Uh, I got what I need. And really, 
and yeah, and I got, and I know the, I've seen the great moment, uh, <laughs> the, the Limp Biscuit moment on Twitter all over. So I know that it, I've, I've experienced that. Was it like um, actually Limp Biscuit? No, but okay. it's, it sounds it a lot like is. it. Okay. I can't, I cannot <laughs> believe that that is a moment in a video game. <laughs> this game is going to be It's really great. weird. This game is going to be an absolute blast, blast and it's going to be insane. It's going to be a romp for the ages. And you know, I kind of, I kind of don't like that they reveal that Jack's last name is Garland, uh, because I, I understand that. Yeah, I, I feel like it's more pure if he's not involved in the plot at all, and he's just like this, this idiot. Who is bumbling, <laughs> not really bumbling, like he's out killing chaos and he's got this one track mind about it. Um, but no, it seems like they have taken away that purity of him being, <laughs> we have to kill chaos and playing Limp Biscuit as he walks away <laughs> from the person explaining how JRPGs work. And Henry it seems calls like he is, he is Garland, I guess. Yeah. Or but I'm sure it'll, it's it's still gonna be great. It's uh, it's gonna be great. It's gonna be such a good time. <laughs> I I just can't really believe that this is a thing. I I truly want how this. <laughs> how is this made but not scale bound? Like <laughs> uh, you'll have to take that up with Microsoft and Platinum. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> like, yeah, I don't know. Uh, let's not even talk sad. about deep down. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, I, 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 honestly, see... <laughs> I, I'm fine. I'm fine living in the world where scalebound does not happen. If this game does, yeah, I think that we live in the better timeline here because of it. Um, I really hope that this game ends up just taking every sharp turn with the story possible because I want a game that I could sit through and laugh at every single decision that gets made story-wise. They really, they, it does seem like they are leading into the presentation that they have made, and so I hope that, that it does continue to just sort of like yeah we know this is on its face ridiculous and so that's what this game is gonna be yeah it almost has a devil may cry charm to it for me because that series is self-aware it knows what it, it it does everything it does with a wink you know i'm really hoping that this is in a similar self-aware vein because clear i mean clearly it is already yeah but <laughs> i need more I want, like I I don't want that to be just secluded sections of the game. I need that yes. <laughs> charm and energy. throughout. Yes, I need it to permeate the entire experience. <sighs> and sure. then you become chaos. I genuinely think that's gonna happen with the with the time loop of Garland and chaos. Is no, I I mean it. you specifically oh, me. at the end of playing the game. But then the you'll player have to, becomes chaos. But then you'll have to kill me. Yeah. I yeah. don't want that. I don't want to be killed by y'all. Well, that's what happens when you're <laughs> chaos. So I guess I just Someone can't... Someone has to kill you. I just can't beat the game then. I mean, the chances of you beating it... Who knows? 
I mean, unless we... <laughs> we don't, we don't have to do to this, be, David. I want it to be four-player co-op so we could play it all together. I would love that. There is there is apparently some multiplayer in the demo, which of course I have not played, and also I don't have PlayStation Plus, so I couldn't do it anyway. Yeah. Also, also it, it should be said that I do. I I did not bring that up when I was in in the previous segment when I was talking about Deathloop, but there is a whole another section of that game where you can invade other other players' games, and I just have no access to that half of the game because I don't pay for PS Plus. Probably a smart move. I listened to a podcast episode where they said, uh, if you want to enjoy the game, <laughs> don't turn on invasions because <laughs> players play Juliana I bet it's really frustrating. way stronger than Juliana is in the game. And so I'm just, yeah, yeah I'm avoiding that. Yeah. And I am not even shamefully avoiding it. Like, I don't need that. There's nothing shameful about yeah. it. I am bad. <laughs> and shooters on the PlayStation, and I don't need someone else coming in and wrecking shop. <laughs> yeah, but essentially halting your progress. Yeah, that's yeah. my worry about that mechanic there. So I'll probably skip out on well, it too. You can also set it to friends only, so it could just so oh. you would know it's me every time coming in, <laughs> Seth killing just you, grieving you. I guess that would be funny. <laughs> <laughs> the next week on the show, you're like, I had a horrible time in Death Loop, whereas Seth is like, I had a great time. <laughs> yeah. That would be great, I'm sure. Yeah. <laughs> Surely he has so to get tired fun. of it eventually. <laughs> never. Uh, you never get tired of <laughs> grieving your friends. Um, was there any uh, news I may have missed, fellas? No? I don't I, believe so. Yeah, I've got nothing. Oh, we didn't mention a Doom guy is a me fighter, and Judd the cat is a me fighter, and Octoling is a me fighter. Yeah. Which I thought Octoling already was one. I thought but, so too. Um, I guess not. So, it's too bad none of the Splatoon, like it didn't add any extra tracks from Splatoon, which would be dope. Um, but... Yeah, so Doom Guy is gonna be one. Doom Die. Okay, I can't speak. Doom Slayer. Doom. Yeah, honestly, I think that's easier for me to say. Doom Slayer and Dante and Isabel will finally get their crossover together. (laughs) And it was announced today that October 15th will be the Animal Crossing Direct that they promised during the last Nintendo Direct. Nice. So. Uh, keep your eye out for that. It's gonna be twenty minutes long. So, God, who knows what they're adding to Animal Crossing now? Because that's twenty minutes of information. Yeah, uh, that's a lot. So, maybe Seth will finally play it. <laughs> maybe. <laughs> who knows? Um, all right. So with that, we appreciate you listening, uh, and thank you for listening to us be silly and talk about our favorite franchises and stuff and and, wax poetic um, about the nature of enjoying things enjoying things yeah uh and and talk to us about the things you enjoy in discord and we'll discuss whether they're good or not it's always fun (laughs) Uh, um, and with that we will talk at you later bye bye see ya